1: It is time for the spillover. Jay Foreman joins the fold here. Yoshi Hardrick still with us, former Husker
2: offensive lineman, current CFL. We got dudes in here. Now. Yeah, we got, we got uh, we're, serious we're, football players. We, in are, here. we
1: are we are really small right well, we now. Got, we got me.
2: one football player, one former football player, mm-hmm. got and one and, great uh, in
3: here. Also, you.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, but I'm gonna tell you what, man. Um, every when I remember when Yoshi was here, okay. and I just I wasn't b- living back here full time, but I was kind of you know I was. Here working and you know kind of working back in Minneapolis and working here, okay, and you know would do start doing a little bit more uh, radio stuff, but then started watching you know obviously Nebraska football Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more intently because uh, for me when I was playing and then Callahan was here we weren't welcome and then when (laughs) yeah and then and then when I retired you know I hated football. You know, for a while. Did you really? Uh, I didn't I did, know that. Yeah, I did. Just be—you you never look. The NFL retires you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so you just kind of—not that I hated football, but life was starting to move on. Then mm-hmm. you're—you know—you're kind of in like a no man's land. So, and then I didn't—you know—with Bo, I knew we were welcome back. Well, I—I I didn't know until I knew. And then Bo was like, "Yeah, come back anytime you want, right?" But I just assumed since Callahan was there that we were never welcome back because mm-hmm. that's all I knew, even when I was playing. So, it was, so But then Bo was like, okay, come back. And then I started, you know, being around more. And I remember when Yoshi was signed. And then Can't. I remember when he started playing. And I remember um, the O-line coach. And I remember talking to uh, – sometimes I'd run into Tim Beck and Moro and those guys. And I was like, dude, you need to play that dude, right? Yoshi. Yeah. And, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, they were like, oh, he needs to get in a little bit better shape. I was like, okay, that's fine. I, okay, I get it. But that's your job, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember having this conversation with – them and a couple defensive coaches and uh um Eckler you know and because I would talk to Eckler you know you know sometimes he Mike him, Eckler yeah when I was even, right and I was still finishing up my career and I was like you need to play that dude because he sets the tempo mm-hmm. and the one thing about Yoshi not just because he's here and I've told him even when you were going you know you're down in New Orleans I was like keep at it dude you can play right and then I'd, interesting I would reach out to him think through Instagram or whatever. Always. And I told him, I was like, dude, I got a ton of respect for for you because the way he played and the way he finished Mm -hmm. plays and always was physical, Mm -hmm. it doesn't kind of look pretty. Mm -hmm. Get the job done, Mm -hmm. right? I think at that point, they were trying to be pretty like it had to be perfect. Like, no, homeboy is finishing people. Mm -hmm. And I knew from my experience that that dude was going to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the NFL, because oh, yeah. you know those guys make it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, talk when I was talking to him or talking about him, mm-hmm. it was not even about at Nebraska. I was like, this dude can play. I was just mm-hmm. – because I was used to what I was seeing. And so it's great. You know, I always follow him um, on Instagram. Always, you know, obviously, nice. you know, before every season. Cool. you Because know, I never time up when the season starts. But then – because it's almost like CFL, they go from – because he's here – and I'd run into him, and he always would, you know. Like a couple of years ago, he reached out to me. He's like, "Hey, look, man, you know, what do I need to do to extend my career?" And I said, "Hey, look, this is where if I had to do it again, yeah, what I would maybe change some stuff. I, I would say, you know, after I like after I broke my leg, um, you know, you, when you're working out, you're like, okay, I'm still the same, and you might be if you're testing. I told him I wish I would have, as the game changed, been a little bit lighter." Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because yeah. one, you can kind of fight father time a little bit. Uh-huh. But then you know, you're all he's big and strong and he's long. Uh huh. So, but you're a little bit quicker, you know, regardless if you're if I was between say say instead of two forty five, if I was two thirty five, yeah. you know, that kind of takes
1: some pressure off your joints and everything. Right.
2: But then you're just a little bit faster. Right. You know, and, and then and then it becomes a mental thing. I told him it's like it becomes a mental thing. Yoshi, so you
1: you six, seven, three twenty? Six seven three twenty. And you play at three twenty. Play at three twenty. So you about three twenty right now? About three twenty right so now. So you are in plain shape right now? We'll
3: have to show up 3'19". 3'20, nineteen, three twenty. I'm overweight and have to pay. Is that right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> three nineteen. Contract. Yeah. Contract in my contract. So you got wow. to three. Ni- you got to show up three nineteen.
1: It's only one pound. You yeah. good? You got training that camp starts for Yoshi in two or three weeks. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, dude, I got plenty of questions. You know, because uh, okay. you know, I played in Buffalo. You know what I'm saying. Winnipeg is above Minneapolis, and Hamilton's pretty much. You could throw like a a rock to Hamilton from Buffalo. Okay. Um, one of the biggest things is because uh, you know we'd see some of them. You know, in in, in Buffalo we get the games all the time. There's a lot CFL of CFL games. Yeah, there's a lot of Buffalo Bills fans that come down from Hamilton, Toronto, Niagara Falls, and vice versa. You okay, know, I so, didn't know that. And we'd see them because sometimes we'd go up to Toronto and party or whatever. What is training camp like versus the NFL training camp?
3: Training camp – NFL training camp is a lot longer.
2: Right, yeah, for sure. I know that, but it's like I'm talking about the physicality. You guys have got smaller rosters, right? Smaller rosters. So it's, is it you show up to camp getting ready for the season or is there a position battles? Because you only can have a certain amount of Americans on the team, right? Right. Yeah.
3: So we're a little older team, so it's more about you show up, you show up being in shape, but on the – in my first couple of years, when you show up, you got two weeks, and it's banging. Who can come out of this thing alive? Right. It's 100 guys, 44 make it, hmm. and it's all banging. Oh, okay, so you it's you 100 see. guys in camp. Yeah. It's, exactly. guys, it's all banging? 100 guys, 100 guys in camp, and you got 44 guys who can make it, and you got two weeks to make this roster. Right. Okay. So and you have a little older team. You take care of some vets here and there, but you still have to make sure they can play 18 games. Right. right. 18, see, 18, you go, games.
2: 18 games. And how many preseason games?
3: You get two preseason games. See, I like eighteen that. regular season, three oh, playoffs. I like that. So you can play twenty one you can play twenty plus games, you know. Right.
2: And so and then there's no off season uh where, you know how like I think you were in New Orleans. There's no you know, you gotta be back and there's no off season, no. right? So once you're once that season's done, Six whether you old. wanna want you whether you li- wanna <laughs> live up there or not, if you wanna come back to you, Nebraska, that U Haul or whatever, you gone. Yes. Right? Okay. See, that's the thing that I always kinda intrigued me about it or just was just obviously because it's so different um, and then it's, and in a lot of ways it might be harder because you could get home and you know this you know guys right they could get home all right I'll just take a month off Yes. all right I got a little success might get signed back all right that month goes into two months well here comes oh. somebody else yeah ah, and dangerous the, here's my other question how many non I guess Canadians Nate what do they call them? natives what do they call them uh,
3: the nationals
2: how many non-nationals go to training camp? And how many can they keep on the roster? Because I know that's different, right? Yes. Yeah.
3: So, so you can have 23 Americans on the team. Okay. Okay. 23 Americans. On the final team, roster. On the final roster. Out of the 44. So, out of the 44. And
2: do you guys have a practice squad?
3: We have a practice squad. And most of those guys are Canadians. Because oh. a lot, cause the practice squad, you're probably going to make 300 $400 a month. I right. mean, 300 or $400 a week. Three. So, three, Amer- 300 a week. America's not going to no, stay, no, stay up, up, up there for that. right for that. yeah. So, so a lot of Canadian, a lot of the practice squads, Canadian. So the Americans, they probably bring up 50 guys and count.
2: 50 Americans.
3: 50 Americans come up and count, and 25 of them probably go home. Right. And you see a lot of guys in two to three weeks. Yeah. You see a lot of guys. You see guys that can play, it's just not the time right now. Right, so, you yeah. Know, it it numbers, the right yeah. Numbers, right, yeah.
2: And that's the thing. When you get up there, and the contracts aren't guaranteed unless you get, a, like, a bonus or something, like yep. you get, re- you know, because but if you're just coming as an opportunity, it's Hey, you gotta go eat, right? Yeah, you yeah. gotta go eat. That was, yeah.
3: man. That's the biggest thing. No guaranteed contracts. You get right. a little signing bonus, and you off for six months. That helps out a little for that six months. Right. Man, you gotta be grinding. Right. Like when I show up now, I haven't got paid in six months, so I gotta make a team.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the only thing yeah. on my
3: mind.
1: <laughs> right. And
3: those young guys
1: coming important. in. Right. You're still really hungry though, and you're and you're 31, but you're not thinking about retirement at
3: all, are you? Not at all. You want to play till. Play till they tell me I can't, man. I want to make up for the money I lost. Or this game, I love, man. If I wasn't playing football, I wouldn't even be talking to you guys right now. Football, the first thing that put me on a plane, football, the first thing that gave me an opportunity and exposure. So mm-hmm. I'm going to play it till I can't. I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Got your All degree right. in 2019, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Right, which is great.
2: That's yeah. that's, a, that's good. That's that's a, you got to give them props on that to be playing professionally, regardless of where it's at, to still you know have the focus and wherewithal to, to finish, absolutely right? And that's a, again. He finished. One of the I remember the article that I don't know if simple wrote or you wrote you talked about the was it the county road that you're from or where you're from and stuff like that. See that's yeah. the that's the yeah. difference where you get guys that play for a purpose. You even like a Nebraska kids versus a kid that thinks they need to come in and just be given it, that's how you make a difference. Yes. You know what I mean? You know it. Mm-hmm. And um, and you've seen it, right? And um, and you go through it. That's when, when I talk to Sip or anybody like that. How much mental mindset goes into it versus it's just, it's actually more important than physic- You know the physical attributes because, you know, what people that I guess the layman fan fan doesn't un- mm-hmm. understand, and you know it. You know whether you're in Winnipeg or walking around, they don't understand. Once you get in them white lines, them star rankings and all that, them things is out the door. Mm-hmm. No, one, it, it, nobody laying down for you. Right. You know what I'm saying. And so, um, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, being here with Bo, two things. How does his, I guess, I don't call it tough love, but just him coaching you, not only for football, but life, help you continue along in your career? But then also, how did it help you going from, uh, I think you guys played in the Big 12? Yeah. And then also had the Big 10, and how you were able to use maybe some tools that you had to, because you got to play different. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, basketball on, on, on grass in the Big 12 versus in, in Big 10, you know, so that way you can change your game up based right. on, right, I'm assuming based right. on who you're playing against, right? right? You know, if you're up there and you got like a little, you know, 210 defensive end, you might want to take them into the jailhouse a little bit, a little bit of big guy, you know, that can't move. You want to be a little bit finesse. Just talk about those two things. First, what Bo meant to you as a coach on the field and off the field, um, and then how the differences of playing two different – extremely, in my extremely different conferences help you play as a professional?
3: I think the biggest thing, Bo was a father for me. And right. Bo was a father for a lot of us. A lot of us didn't have a father growing up. Mm-hmm. And Bo was a first father to a lot of us, but he told us the truth. Right. And a lot of times he was hard on us, but he always told us he loved us at the end of the night. And that meant a lot for me. I never heard a man tell me he loved me before. Right. Bo was so hard on us, and it was he always showed us the why. He wanted yes. us to show up every day. He was showing me this is about football. It's about life. He was getting us prepared for life. Right. But a 19 and 20 year old, you don't, you don't know it at it, the though. time. Right. You think somebody's in your way. I just hit her play football. Bo was just telling us without football, this is this is the way you're supposed to approach life. No handouts. Enjoy the process. Compete every day. Mm-hmm. And now that I take that into my life, like Bo, like I tell my kids, compete every day. Mm-hmm. In everything you do. Go win the spelling bee. Go win in yeah. everything you do. Just Winners win get used to winning that was Bo trying to get us used to winning mm-hmm. and that 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 tough love man made you not want to
2: upset and it made the you why. not'
3: disappoint him. he
1: always did emphasize the why
2: why why why
1: do you want it why do you have to do it this way right yes.
2: it makes it easier to um process or I call it uh, you know swallow mm-hmm. even when he say say like I'm sure Bo or your offensive line coach got after you some, right? You had some hard, yeah, right, some hard talks. When you left his office, I know you MF and M in like a mug, but you know what? <laughs> you know the why, right? Yeah. But as you probably got back to your house or dorms and maybe the day later and it's kind of in your mind, you're like, you know what? I see why. Yep. I see why. I see why. Yep. Or two weeks later, I see why. Yes. Right now you see why. And that's what I think a lot of is missing in coaching from youth, high school, college. What? They – the, the why. The why. They'll put up. They'll, they'll, you know what happens is you'll come in and say, that'll be first and second down. This will be third down. This will be special situations. This will be new blitzes, right? And all this stuff will be here. But you're not explaining the why. That's, so that's so, so so. when guys are going out there doing it. Makes sense. They can go out there like robots. But if you don't know the why, yeah. that means you can't you can't react and counter it. Counter yeah. it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what it is, right? Because yeah, we'll you do. know, this is what people don't understand. You can go through practice all week. And you can see the video, and you can see this, oh, it looks great in practice. But that team you playing against, got coaches that are on payroll, you got guys on scholarship checks, I always tell the youth kids, hey, look, man, they eat Burger King too. So they're not just going to let you just sit there and roll through them anymore, right. and they're not going to say, hey, Yoshi, I'm coming with a speed rush right now. Can you what? block me right now? Mm-hmm. So knowing the why makes his job easier. Yeah, knowing sense. the why with the discipline makes it easier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know.
3: It's a Big Ten, Big Twelve thing. He's talked about. It. Go ahead again though, Yoshi. The, Way different, right? The biggest difference from Big Twelve, Big Ten. Was playing against guys 210 220, yep, right. 230 at DN. You're out here playing basketball. Right. Got to the Big Ten, you go out there playing basketball, the first thing gonna hit you hit the ground is the back of your helmet. Right. Yeah. The first thing, no wiggle, no nothing I'm coming down the middle of your chest. Right. Mm-hmm. Every play. Mm-hmm. That Big Ten was like you said, spread out basketball. Right. I mean Big Twelve spread yep. out basketball. We got to the Big Ten two tight ends. Right. Everyone had a fullback. Right. You didn't see a fullback in the Big 12. Did you you seen a fullback
2: in the Big 12? 12? It was not down at the awful. goal line and yeah. just a, a guy that he actually was a fan favorite. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. E- generally. You know what I'm saying? Here he comes. Yeah, two yeah, plays a game. so rare.
3: Yeah. In the Big 10, they had cowboy collars. They had no gloves. <laughs> they, had <laughs> <Right.
2: collars. laughs> they had collars. <laughs> and then, they, they had collars. No cowboy collars. No right? tape. No gloves. No tape. Right. No ankle spat. We here.
3: backs. two, three tight ends. Iso, power, right and left, All right. We might throw a play action in here and there. Yeah. isn't no reverses. Isn't no yeah. spread option. Different isn't world. no past concepts. It was. You know what Mike I'm Leach's doing. Is I know what the you're big doing. Ten. Who's gonna stop it. Yeah. You yeah. do not even see Mike
1: Leach in the Big Ten. You wouldn't see him coach that. Doesn't fit. No. Wouldn't work. No, you,
2: I mean it's. You know that's what, what what now Yoshi. As you've played in different conferences, played and obviously in the NFL, you know, um, and then now you're up there. You know, what's the if, if you were talking to offensive linemen, whether it's at Nebraska or guys that are going from high school to college, what are the two things that you, need to, that you would tell them that you, they need to do and what you look for if somebody can play offensive line to be successful?
3: Toughness and a ability to adapt as far as playbook-wise. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know what you're doing playbook-wise, when I first got here in Nebraska – I wasn't in shape like a was, too, but if you don't know the playbook, you, you can't show your talents mm-hmm. right? because you're out there thinking and things are moving a lot faster. Mm-hmm. right? Like he said, once you know the why or you know what they're doing, mm-hmm. all that is slow. You, right. you can show your talents off. You know what they're about to do. and right. then, That's one thing I know. Being a playbook, but you have to be tough. O, O-line is no feeling sorry for yourself. We're the leaders. Uh, you don't get a sub out. Like when D-linemen get tired, they get a sub out. O-linemen, the guys, we got to lead. We're the tough guys. We get no stats. You're the only position in sports that don't see the ball. Mm We don't see the ball. Unless a specialty player, right? right? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. you don't see the
2: ball. Unless you're the Miami Dolphins guy. Remember when he caught it Sunday night football? He looked pretty sweet. I think Yoshi, if he did a tackle eligible, he'd be all right. Can you yeah, catch?
3: Yeah, that's yeah, Robert Hunt. Uh, I can yeah, catch. I can well, probably can't catch like you, Jay, yeah, but I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, do I can do
2: my thing. <laughs> hey, Yoshi, the reason why I went the linebacker, they saw these hands, you know what I'm saying? They went from the hands of glory to the hands of disappointment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Trust
2: yeah. me. I used uh, to be able to catch everything one-handed uh, and all that. Then they, I saw they hit a couple bricks. Maybe it was a quarterback throwing to me in college. They were like, hey, you might need to go over there in defense.
1: Jay would agree with this, too. Offensive linemen are the smartest dudes on the team.
2: Some of, Some, of are. Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's, here's what up. I want to ask Yoshi. Uh, I'm sure because Sip, you probably got somewhere to He's go. Gotta no, we're good. Hey,
1: He's Yoshi, got, we're good. Yoshi's gotta go. oh, Yoshi, He's
2: know, got to go. Yoshi, this is how I know that that Sip that you are, you a good dude because I think I heard Sipple said he met you for coffee, right? Yeah, we met for Simple coffee. Simple never met me for coffee. <laughs> really oh, never. <laughs> never. Never asked me for coffee, nothing. <laughs> <Unbelievable>. So <that's, laughs> you know that right there.
0: Okay, we Here, can still what I do Here's always want to ask
2: offensive alignment. When yeah. you guys get a dime on a guy, whether he's tired or he's soft. Tell me about the conversation. Say you in the huddle with your uh you know your guard or even like you know when you're on the sidelines. Cuz I know when I when we had it a dime on somebody, we'd be like, okay, we can do this. Is that the same with the offensive same line? Same way. We love it. Like yeah.
3: when I see a guy over there tired or a guy I know that can't stop the run for the point of attack. Right. I'm going to the side Like, Coach, put it behind me. Right. Anytime he's there, let's go out there and let's run the ball. Or if you got. you got a guy beside you, and we we got a double team and you yeah. know a guy tired. Right. This is the play we just let that head slam the ground. Right. Like we're yeah. talking about this throughout the process, yeah. man. But yeah, when I see a guy tired or I see somebody that I think I can make a couple plays on it, right. man, you know how it is. You get a little yeah. and you, you let me go get them.
2: Right, and then talk about, I always talk about being a football player. And and th- my definition is not only do your job, but then go play football. You know, talk about how it goes to the offensive line. Because it's not, you know, this is something that when you look, when you probably watched the offensive line last year, you saw a lot of guys just maybe just doing their job. But then also the point of, okay, let me let on me the power play block this guy and then let me get a, a hand or a chip. On the little DB run and how important that is into the run game, but also the mindset of the team.
3: Mindset, man you you just hit it on the point. That's the thing we preach: finishing. Once you get those five yard runs to turn to twenty yard runs, mm-hmm. it comes from old lineman making that block and going to hit a guy. Right, going to hit the pile. That's by grit. And once you start doing it, the team start doing it. Right. I know when I first came to Winnipeg, I wouldn't say I was the one to start, it, but I always been a guy who run around. I like to hit the pile. I want to do that. Uh-huh. Then the offensive line started hitting the pile. Okay. Then the receivers are hitting the power. Okay. Now yeah. on defense. See what now on now you def- looking. Now on defense yeah. they're looking around, but our defense is doing the same thing. So our practice is the most competitive thing ever. The mm-hmm. offensive line, defensive line, it's a competition. Who's gonna get to the ball first? Is that right? Who can get the furthest downfield? And ain't and that man, that carry over so much. You got an offensive line, mm-hmm. you coming down hitting guys. You mm-hmm. see a, just like we see guys go against Nebraska,
0: mm-hmm.
3: we can see the point the guy get tackled the Powell get pushed five yards, you're like, man, I wish that was us. Right. And that stuff carries over, man. That's that grit. That's that – you make guys want to play for you a little bit more, mm-hmm. man. They know you're going to come hit that pile. know you're going to come get the extra block. Two straight championships.
1: Two straight championships. Two straight Grey cups. Going for number three. Going for number three. Going for two. number Got three. I mean now 80% ask- of
3: the team's back, too. Eighty like. percent of teams back. Now I want to ask Jay something. How was it playing with those <laughs> how was it playing with the O line and when y'all glory days?
2: It was it was tough, man. I, I felt like uh especially as a young guy, I mean I got I got my butt kicked a lot and especially my red shirt year, my first year. Um, but I think that got me ready for, you know, starting four years after that. You know, I felt like practices were so we always felt like practices were so competitive and hard that the game I wouldn't say the games were easy, but we were never caught off guard. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, all those guys that when I was a freshman end up and a lot of guys that when I was there end up going to the next level. But it was more or less that we beat each other up, um, but we got each other better. So, you you know, I always say when I got into training camp, I was thinking like, okay, you know, NFL guy. Practices wasn't even close to what I was used to going to. So then that gave me even more confidence to grind it out because, you know, I was a late fifth round pick, sixth round pick pretty much. And so what I learned, that you know, going against those guys and how, you know, being a, not big enough at that time, how to survive through practice. Right. And, you know, you've, I spent my first half of the season taking L's every day. Then you get one day when you okay, I think I, you know, held my own. Then that led into two during the week. And then as when you transition, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, now I'm starting to win and starting to, you know, take, still taking some L's, but I'm winning more and I'm losing. You know how it is. Once yeah. you start getting that confidence – and and stuff. Then you can go get, feel like you can go against anybody. Wow, interesting. But it was physical though. Did
3: those guys walk around like they was the old line? Did they have pride? Did,
2: oh, they walked like the. I always say that. You know, I always try. They the old line and the D line walked like they felt like the ground would shake when they were walking. <laughs> <laughs> who I mean, were the whoa. dudes?
1: Who are the dudes when you were a freshman redshirt freshman?
2: It was up front? Uyghur, Stye, Aaron Graham, oh, Joe Wilkes, and, yeah. and Rob Zadiska. And yeah. Joe Wilkes. That's pretty good. Joe That's Wilkes good. is the guy that doesn't get talked about enough. He's, his name, we used to call him Buddha. I think he's a fireman up in, like, Oregon or something. Yeah, he's out He was West a Coast. tempo setter. He was the guy that would – he was the fighter. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Probably a little bit under, unheralded. I think he was a walk-on. Probably one of the more athletic guys. A little smaller, but he was a tempo setter. Um and then, every, but they all were great. I mean, but Buddha was the guy that, you know, he was going to bring it. Because he had to. Yeah. But that, I mean, hey, look, man. <laughs> like, and then, you know, Corey Schlesinger was by, behind him. I don't know if you know yeah. Corey. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was out there like 195 pounds going up against sty and Wigert. That was, you know, 310, 305. And Rob Zadiska was 320 with 5% body fat. Wow. But you had to find a way to survive. And if you do it enough mm-hmm. and you stick to it, um, it generally works out. And uh, that makes you, you know, really. I embrace being in the red shirt because, you know, versus not red shirt and getting a couple plays in practice because mm-hmm. I'm not a red shirt, I was getting hundred plays of practice. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Some of my, you know, high percentage of them I like them back, but yep. I think it made me better. Interesting. Well,
1: this has been fun. Yeah. It's been thank fun. you. Yoshi. Uh, again, Yoshi Hardrick with this all, all hour long. Uh, Yoshi, good luck in the CFL season coming up. We maybe will talk you. to you before then. If not, we'll see you down the road it yeah. a lot of fun this morning. I so. appreciate you, man. Thank yeah, you We know, might man. be heading up to Winnipeg. We, we might do the show up in Winnipeg, Jay. We might be oh, going to Winnipeg to do the show. Oh, I'm in. You, well, do I, we'll all go up to he Winnipeg. He hasn't had people visit him. He wants visitors. Oh, really? we well, okay. put on the sideline. Nine side years line. and I have one person One person. person. He said put oh, on yeah. the sideline. We're going. We're oh,
2: side you know what? Whether it's Winnipeg, I think you fly to Minneapolis right into Winnipeg. Right into Winnipeg. What
1: do you think about driving?
2: No. You guys, I'll fly. <laughs> or you can go like to. Okay. Uh,
1: I thought we were driving.
2: Toronto would be good because you could fly in the you you could fly in Detroit and then go right to Toronto or okay. Buffalo and drive up. You know, hit the casino or something. Okay, well, now, know, now we're talking. Especially yeah. if he's especially if he's you know playing Hamilton or or Toronto. Okay, you know that'd be a nice little trip. Okay, I'm in. All right, I'll All do right. It. let's and do it. And they play it. At good times though, except for late in the season though. You got to get up there early. Yeah, we're yeah. going in June you yeah, come July. got to come to a summer game yeah, July, August. Yeah.
3: to enjoy it. Yeah, we're yeah. thinking July.
1: We
2: yeah. ain't going July. to Saskatchewan July. or nothing July. like that. We're
3: in yeah. Saskatchewan. We're thinking cold. July. It's a good time. We're
2: yeah. going to yeah. Go in July. July yeah, to the dog pick. days
1: of summer. Yeah. we make it yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, old School's up next for Steve Seppel. I'm Jake Sorensen. See you.